The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciple a parable about the necessity for them to pray always without becoming weary. He said there was a judge in a certain town who neither feared God nor respected any human being. And a widow in that town used to come to him and say, render a just decision for me against my adversary. For a long time the judge was unwilling, but eventually he thought, while it's true that I neither fear God nor respect any human being, because this widow keeps bothering me, I shall deliver a just decision for her, lest she finally come and strike me. The Lord said, pay attention to what the dishonest judge says. Will not God then secure the rights of his chosen ones who call out to him day and night? Will he be slow to answer them? I tell you, he will see to it that justice is done for them speedily. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord. When the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on earth? Jesus came to light the world on fire by giving us the Holy Spirit and our faith. And for the first 300 years, that faith persevered through persecution and martyrdom. It changed the world. Nevertheless, we cannot be so assured that that faith will be passed on from generation to generation. There are a couple of disturbing facts. We are always one generation away from the extinction of faith. And if we fail to pass it on, it can fade away. Look at some of the places on earth where their faith was once vibrant. You have the Middle East, which is the birthplace of Christianity. Now there are just a handful of Christians in that area of the world. And it's not just Israel, where there was once a vibrant church, but now just a minority of Christians there are some that are much worse off. Look at Turkey. This is where St. Paul was from. Ephesus, Ephesus was the home of St. John and the Blessed Mother. Constantinople in Turkey was the home of Byzantine Christianity. Guess what, everyone? Turkey is now predominantly Muslim, not Christian. Egypt had one of the most vibrant churches around. It was predominantly Coptic Christians. Egypt was where the Desert Fathers originated, and they gave us a whole corpus of writings. Now there are only a handful of Christian churches in Egypt. Northern Africa had a vibrant church. It's where St. Augustine was the Bishop of Hippo. Now the Christian faith is practically non-existent in Northern Africa. As we can see, the faith can disappear. And not only in the East, but in the West. Mass attendance in Western Europe is around 3%. And the United States, everyone, is trending in the same direction. Right now, 25% of Catholics regularly attend Sunday Mass. 25%. Now get this, everyone, 50% of Catholic millennials 
leave the church. They opt out of religion altogether. In the year 2000, 80% of the population of the United States identify themselves as Christians. Now, it's a little around 65% or a little bit less than that. But it's trending down and it's trending down fast. So what's the result of this loss of faith? Despair, despair, despair. When you lose your faith, you lose hope. And that's why there are a lot of young adults that are opting out of marriage and not having children. Because if the world is bleak, why even bring children into this world? The cultivation of faith is, first of all, God's work. But it's also ours. There must be a synergy between us and God. We must cooperate with God's grace to build up the kingdom of God out there when we leave these doors. And our responsibility is to ensure that the faith endures, not only for ourselves, but for our children, for our grandchildren, and for our great-grandchildren. So when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? I don't know. I don't know. That depends upon you and me. What are we doing to make sure that the gospel of Jesus Christ is successfully passed on to the next generation?